Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Ryan D here at Philly's Finest Podcast. And instead of this being episode number two today, we're going to try something a little bit different. I'm basically going to go on a quick rant. There's some serious allegations going on within the Philadelphia 76ers organization, and it directly piggybacks off one of the main points in episode one, which was, is this a make-or-break offseason for the president of basketball operations, Brian Colangelo? All right, that was our buddy Jay Hayes over at 25.8 because 24-7 is not enough. Do yourself a favor, head on over to his page, check out his podcast if you haven't already, and I promise you, you won't be disappointed. And Jay, just want to let you know, we're looking forward to having you on an episode of Philly's Finest down the road. All right, so let's get right into it. Unless you've been living under a rock for the last week, you had to have heard the news by now that... Sixers executive Brian Colangelo is under investigation from the team about his Twitter or his secret burner Twitter accounts. There were reports that came out that he was using up to five separate Twitter accounts to go online and to leak sensitive information about the 76ers current and former players amongst other things. So first and foremost, it needs to be noted that nothing has been proven as of yet that this was indeed Brian Colangelo specifically. But there's been numerous reports throughout the last week here that have stated it could be people close to him. And one of the main suspects in the whole thing is his wife. Um, But basically, here's a rundown of what's happened. So, again, as of about a week ago the ringer put out a report and an article that pretty much took a bunch of tweets that these alleged sub burner accounts from brian colangelo were partaking in online and those were things like criticizing nba players including joel Embiid, including former sixers jaleel okafor and Nerlens noel markel fultz Um, publicly debating the decisions of his own coaching staff, as well as critiquing former Sixers general manager Sam Hinkie and Toronto Raptors president. Telegraphing the 2017 trade in which the Sixers acquired the number one overall pick that would become Markel Fultz. Um, Disclosing non-public medical information about Okafor and the gossip about Embiid and Fultz to members of the national and Philadelphia media. Those are just some of the things that have been reported so first and foremost i just need to say i'm sick and tired i'm sick and tired of being a laughing stock for one reason or another every single season all right if it wasn't the drama with jaleel okafor a couple years ago then there was the drama with you know how long Embiid's gonna be out ben simmons got hurt missed a whole year you know, then there was Sam Hinkie being removed because of how the team was tanking and acquiring draft picks. People didn't like what he was doing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then there's this. And this takes the cake for me, 
hands down. I have no idea whatsoever why someone in that position of power would have to stoop to such a low, childish level to make secret Twitter accounts and to go online and publicly attack our players, former players, our coaching staff, you know, go out of his way to defend himself. Here's an example of that, by the way. If you don't know what Brian Colangelo looks like or how he dresses, hop on Google real quick. Type in his name, go to images. He wears these obnoxious dress shirts with thick, huge collars. People laugh at it all the time. This guy even went as far as defending his own fashion. All right. Here's a tweet from Keith Pompey, a Sixers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer from February. He tweeted a picture of Joel Embiid, shirtless, on stage at a Meek Mill concert. All right. And one of these sub-accounts that belonged to Brian, belonged to his wife, whoever it is, decided to respond to that by saying, he is the one who tells the docs he still feels pain in his knee. And then this, no respect. Then he goes on again and says, the silly dance created the pandemonium that now will prevent him from playing in the All-Star game. Lesson. And he goes on once again. But JoJo will always have those three minutes on Meek's stage. Then he replies to Slam Magazine Online saying, too bad that MB danced like a fool and the whole disaster happened. Next time he will think twice before mocking his team. And if that's not bad enough, he directly replies to a tweet to Tom Moore, a 76ers writer, and says he has zero issues with this? Question mark. You must be joking. If I were management, I would step on a ladder and kick his you-know-what. <laughs> that's pretty bad in itself, too. You're attacking one of the most popular players, figures in Philadelphia right now in Joel Embiid. For something as silly as him going and enjoying a concert. Albeit there was stuff surrounding him at the time that he was coming off a knee injury. You know, should he have done it? Should he have not? Whatever. The fact that you're the GM and executive of this team and you got to go out and badmouth your own guy like that. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. We'll go on and read some more. Here's just some, some random kid on Twitter. He says, Joel Embiid is a player we need and we deserve. A reply to that from one of these Brian Colangelo burner accounts is, Sorry, I am a Philly fan, but I would trade the process for the unicorn in a heartbeat. He's such a smarter player. For those of you who don't know who the unicorn is, that's Christophe Porzingis from the New York Knicks. So there he is again saying he would trade one of our marquee players for somebody else. Because he is a smarter player. Bad mouthing, once again. Sixers Robert Covington on January 14th tweeted out NBA vote at Ben Simmons, which was something you would do to vote for guys to make it into the All Star game. Here we are again. Brian Colangelo, or whoever it is, tweets out to Robert Covington and Ben Simmons. I am not voting for Joel, but I am voting for Ben at every chance I get. I love his intensity, his passion, and the pride for his team. Joel's a big, selfish baby, not my leader anymore. I am an angry fan. Joel was blessed by God with a spectacular talent. Now he needs to grow up. Again, 
these these tweets go on and on. Um, he ripped Joel to a point of saying that he's not our franchise player. He'll never be 100% healthy. We might as well use him while we can. You know, he went on another huge rant basically saying, and this was the one that really stuck out to me and made me angrier than any of them. He put out a tweet saying that the reason the Sixers traded and moved up in the draft to acquire Markel Fultz was mainly because every single person in Philadelphia pressured the management into moving up and making that deal. That the entire city, every single person in the city wanted this kid above everybody else. So that was one of the main reasons they decided to go ahead and do the deal. Are you kidding me? If you're an executive, a GM, whatever of a team, coach, anything, if you allow people's opinions or the fans' opinions about things you should do, whether it be who's in the rotation, how many minutes guys are getting, trading players, drafting players, if you go out of your way to listen to the fan base and basically take their advice and make a move, you have no business being in that position. Philly fans are some of the most passionate and smartest fans when it comes to sports overall. But like every other city and every other town, there's also some of the stupidest people at times. All right. We're, we're known for having, you know, passion and pride for our teams and everything else. But even when teams are winning, all right, one of the bad raps we get in Philadelphia is we're never satisfied. And honestly, that's true. You know, we could win a championship and then the start of the next season, something goes wrong, whatever, we're right back on, oh my God, everything's the sky's falling. It's, it's one of the faults of Philadelphia fans. But again, for someone like that in that position of power to take into account people's opinions that are just regular fans, not basketball gurus or people that can predict the future. Just regular old fans tweeting and, you know, calling in the radio station saying, we want Markel. He's the one. We want Markel. And for a guy to come out and say that directly impacted his decision is blasphemous. It makes absolutely no sense. And the long story short here, I'm furious. I'm furious that the Sixers haven't done anything yet. I'm furious that once again, we are a laughing joke in the NBA. We're coming up on one of the most important off-seasons in our franchise's history. We are on the doorstep of becoming an NBA championship caliber team. All right, Vegas has the Sixers at 7-2 to odds next season to win the championship. One of the best odds in the entire NBA. And instead, we're talking about this Colangelo burner account drama. And I'm going to tell you this right now. If I were an NBA player, all right, whether it be LeBron James, Paul George, any of the other free agents that are going to be available this offseason, I would never, ever even think about coming to Philadelphia with this guy sitting at one of the head seats. He's made a fool of himself. He's made a fool of the 76ers organization as a whole, regardless of if, if it's him directly that did it, his wife, his son, somebody he paid, whatever the case may be, the trust has been broken. 
And regardless of what the outcome is, no one's going to look at him the same. Nobody's going to trust him. And everybody's always going to have doubts on the back of their head. So with that being said, Philadelphia, Scott O'Neill, ownership, everybody, do what you got to do. And get this guy out of town before you ruin our only chance at acquiring a big-name talent that we need to take it to that next level and bring in a championship to the Sixers. Because, again, with this clown sitting there, nobody's going to want to come here. It's stupid. It's childish. It makes me feel ridiculous. It makes me feel more than frustrated, more than angry as a fan of this team that... Again, it's been over a week, or just about a week, and nothing's been done. Nobody's said a word since it happened. So, that's all I got for today. And if there's any more breaking news that comes out, and we feel the need to make another podcast about it, we will. If not, I think we're just going to wait and see how this plans out. Our next episode, we're going to dive into the NBA draft, take a look at some guys that could be available for the Sixers if they stay at pick 10 and pick 26. And we'll also talk some free agency. So thanks for being with us again. And please come back and check us out. Have a nice day.